Hello everyone. I'm super excited to record this last episode for 2019. Before we begin the episode, I would like to thank all my guests who have been kind enough to share their journey and experiences with all of us. A special shout out to all the listeners who have been very supportive and shared their feedback. I really appreciate all your support. We have a lot more coming in 2020, so do stay tuned and do subscribe to my podcast channel. Let's begin with this episode. The future is not coming. It is here, and those who are willing to think differently today will be the ones who will be relevant. Hello everyone and welcome to Nerdy Optometrist. I'm happy to introduce my guest for today's episode, Trudy Shore. She is the CEO and founder of Marketing for ECPs and has a vast experience in the field of marketing. Her journey started as an optician which eventually moved into starting her own venture, Jobs for ECPs and now Marketing for ECPs. I'm really excited to learn more about the digital marketing from the guru herself. Please welcome for this episode of I Innovate 2019 a closer look with Trudy Shore. Welcome to the episode Trudy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let me get a brief summary from your side a little bit about your journey. Yes. Well, it's it's been not so brief meaning I've been in the industry for a long time. I literally grew up in the industry, started um working for my father who is an optician who owned an optical store and talked his daughter into starting in the business and i've been fortunate to have had you know been able to work in lots of different parts of the industry including retail and wholesale and clinical and then starting my own businesses where i really kind of got my feet wet in marketing was with the optometry buying group they asked me to also take over the vp of marketing um while i'm doing that i'm really investigating what marketing resources were available for the op- optometrist and the optometry field and i just noticed this huge gap that there wasn't a robust marketing solution designed for eye care and so that's really where i got the idea of of looking to start a marketing business i completely agree with the constant change in marketing i feel it is so much to catch up and if we do not have something specific for eye care practitioners we're going to definitely be a lot behind in you know promoting our industry so i would firstly like to thank you for looking into this gap and focusing something for ik practitioners going back to uh, i innovate how did that happen like an entire marketing event for ik practitioners i know it was a big idea and something i started thinking of really as soon as i launched the marketing company i knew that there was an opportunity to actually put on a marketing conference i do have a bit of a background in putting on training events for the optometry buying group and now i had been going to some actual marketing conferences and i realized this was what was needed in the eye care industry so started putting the first event together in 2017 launched it in 2018 we did our first event in los angeles 
And then, of course, this year, 2019, we, a short time ago, held it in San Francisco. Uh, yes, I was luckily part of both I Innovate 2018 and 2019. Thank you. Though, yes, like I think majority of your participants in 2018, I was nervous as well as curious. What is it going to be? And trust me, it was one of the best marketing event I had attended. And there's so much to learn with everything changing. Where do we begin? It was interesting as well as overwhelming. So thank you for that event. (laughs) And I think that was the reason where I felt we had covered everything. What more can you do in 2019? And my reason for attending 2019 was, again, to know what's new. There is so much that was covered in 2018. Has things changed a lot in a year? And I would say after attending 2019, I know it, there is. This year, I think you all took the bar to a completely different level. And how did that happen? How was that challenging process for you? Well, I mean, I have been putting on events for years. And my goal is always to up the level from the last event and also offer something different. I want repeat people attending. So the only way I'm going to get that is by bringing something different to the table. Um, You know, what we did different this year is we did have a couple of speakers that were the same as 2018, like Google and YouTube, but those are so relevant that they're needed. And And they brought new information. But this year, what we did too, and a lot of it based on feedback from 2018 attendees, was we added in some workshops. So we did our 20-minute TED-style talks all day, but we also added in an hour and a half breakout workshops that were literally designed to give you a little bit more in-depth material on a specific topic. Before I go into the workshops and the boot camps, I was thoroughly impressed by the intro, the song. Oh my God, that was like, (laughs) where am I? (laughs) Yes. I really would like to request you to, you know, just have that clip posted everywhere possible. Yeah, well, we we did post it on our YouTube channel, so you can see it already. But uh, that was a brainchild of one of our copywriters. So I had actually seen them sing. So just probably backtracking a little bit is this year we actually had MCs. And they were different. Last year, it was me and my business partner. This year, we actually had two of our content and copywriters as our MCs. Right. And the reason was because I saw them at a company retreat, you know, basically sing their presentation. And all I could think of was, I need to have them as part of, of I Innovate. <laughs> and so... Once I had approached them and said, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I want you guys to do, they took the reins and they created that song and they practiced it. They took it to heart that this was going to be a phenomenal opening and that's exactly what it was. Yes, totally. I haven't seen an opening so incredible. Usually, you know, conferences in the eye care industry are very more formal. Now, moving into marketing itself is challenging, where you have to be creative. And the intro song that they made, wow, it was truly like a bang on beginning. So kudos to both the MCs and you for, you know, picking that thing and putting it out for us. I heard a very good quote during this conference, the first talk by Google. Uh, Armando did mention that we don't go online, Mm -hmm. we live online. That is such a true quote and it just stuck with me 
Can you share your thoughts on it? Well, you know, um, we work really closely with Armando and Google. We're a Google premier partner. And we know that patients today are online. Right. And most of our marketing is focused on helping practices show up when that patient is searching for an eye care provider. And the thing that I love about working with Google is that they're all about, you know, helping these businesses succeed. So they work closely with us to help us work closely with the practices to really fine tune the marketing to target properly and geotarget certain zones and geographies. So we're really capturing the right patient. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, going back to the fact that you know, people are living online. You know, I love some of his stats that 104 million eye care related searches were done on Google last month. And it goes to show you that where people go to find an eye care provider is online. They are living their lives online. And so one of the challenges for an ECP is to show up when those searches are being done because it's a science now and it's a strategy. And if you're not doing it properly, then you're probably losing business to somebody who is. I agree completely. He actually did mention a very interesting thing about, you know, how majority of the Google products are free. Similarly, he did mention about analytics.google.com, which is such an interesting tool to analyze your marketing it's no doubt that Google has a ton of great analytics and free marketing tools and resources so you can track and see how your marketing is working. The biggest thing I notice when I start talking to optometrists or eye care professionals, practice owners, is that most of them are not looking at their analytics. Most of them have absolutely no idea how their marketing is working. I feel uh, they're taking marketing could sometimes just be something to sell the products, put the pictures there and and your work is done. But I think with uh, the talks during the conversation, I realize it's more on the analyzing part as what is going on, what is working, what is not working is much more important than just, you know, putting the content out there. Using those free tools or pay tools or using the like marketing for ECPs who can track that for you, I feel is much more important than just posting things online. Now, tell me more about how did you come up with the panel discussion? I kind of constantly compare it with majority of my clinical or, you know, eye care focused conferences. And this event had each part of it. So I want to discuss more about the panel discussion. Yeah. So, you know, the panel idea started a little bit off of what happened in 2018. We had somebody come and speak on influencer marketing, and it was really a new concept in 2018. Now you're really starting to hear more about influencer marketing. And what I had started to look for for the 2019 event was who are the influencers in our industry and what are they doing and how is it working to grow their businesses? And so that's how I ended up finding Joseph Allen, Jennifer Sai, and Justin Bazan, all optometrists, all in different, you know, areas of the U.S. and all doing something a little different. And 
what I loved was Joseph is all about YouTube. And if you if you have not heard of Joseph Allen, um, go to YouTube and his handle is Dr. Eye Health. And he has the most amazing YouTube channel. And he literally says he has had patients book and drive two hours to see him because they Googled something or they YouTube something and found a video that he had made about that specific topic and ended up booking, you know, an eye exam or some type of exam to see him based on that feedback. And then Jennifer Sai, her her tagline is on Instagram is Dr. Jen and Juice, but she is really well known for her following on Instagram. I think she's got 146,000 followers. She's grown quite a a blog. And again, when we chat with her, what she's doing online is growing a personal brand, but it is growing her business brand as well. And then Justin is completely different. His practice is in Brooklyn, New York. He has really honed in more to Facebook. He is he is very social, so he's on a lot of social channels. But the thing with Justin is he started Young ODs on Facebook. So he's growing a community and a network of young optometrists on Facebook, but he's then utilizing those channels to also help grow his his brand and his business. It was really interesting how each of them had a different uh, medium of connecting to their people. My takeaway during that entire panel discussion was one, I think we all as IK practitioners have a little hesitant to go on the social media and feel, oh, who's going to follow? You know, we're such a small community. But looking at their experiences, what I felt was there's a huge market. There are a lot of patients as well as other fellow optometrists who wants to connect. So if you have an idea, something where you can grow yourself as well as your practice, I think you should step in and go into the social media zone, which was an amazing learning for me. Well, I think everybody in this business is an expert in something. You know, you're good at something or you're more of an expert in one area. And it just showed me that there are so many different ways that you can share that expertise. And those three doctors are doing a great job of sharing on their specific channels. Right. I really liked how uh, Dr. Sai did mention that it's all about making it better every day. Just be a little better than what you were yesterday. I think they all did mention they all started with something which was not as good as they are today. But in the period of one year, two years, they have excelled it. So I feel everyone should not try to be perfect and right there. Just start and I think we all will grow. So that was a very good and interesting takeaway from the panel discussion that we had. Back to the workshops part. How did you come on on workshops? Yeah, again, like that came specifically from the feedback from last year. So we sent out a survey after the event in 2018 and asked people, you know, what they loved, what they, you know, took away, what was their key messages that they took away from the event, what we could improve on. And the the only kind of constructive feedback that came out of 2018 was that they loved the speakers. They loved the topics, but they wanted a little bit more information. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for example, we had 
Dr. Tanya Gill in 2018, and yes. she did a talk on Instagram, and everybody loved it, but they wanted more. They wanted, what should I post, and when should I post? And of course, she can't do it all in 20 minutes. So, right. So it became clear that we needed to add in a little bit more implementation and tools and resources into a couple topics. So what we did is we really looked at what are four areas that really need more information than a 20 minute talk can do. And so we kind of honed in on you know, a couple different workshops. So we started with Content Link and Bill Gerber in mm -hmm. the merchandising workshop. And he does a great job of really talking about when somebody walks into the retail part of your business, is it selling to them? You know, what can you, what can you actually do to that part of the business to update it, modernize it, make it work better for you? And then we had Dr. Daryl Glover and Dr. Jennifer Lyerly from Defocus Media, and they did a social media talk. It was awesome. They're really well known on the circuit for being highly into social mm -hmm. media, using it to grow their podcasts as well. And they gave a great overview of what's happening in social, what's changed, and where you kind of need to pay attention to. Then we had two different workshops. So we had YouTube. So Armando from Google, of course, YouTube is owned by Google. So he did a talk as well where he started really the power of video and what's happening on YouTube these days and how yes. a practice can utilize the power of video to grow their business and to gain attention. And we know it's highly underutilized in this industry. Video, YouTube, period, highly underutilized. So great opportunity. And then the last one was the content and blogging workshop. And yeah. this is going to be a huge in the next few years. It's, it's big right now. Content is king. And it is what is making digital marketing relevant and showing up these days. And so practices who actually learn the art of blogging and sharing their expertise and writing articles that they can put on their websites, put online, will help them just gain that expertise in their geography and their community, as well as make their websites and their digital marketing rank better. Right. Completely agreed. <laughs> just to mention on the part of, you know, the video part being underutilized by our industry, one of the presenters did mention that video itself gets about 12 points more attention. That's that's huge. Then, you know, I think today nobody wants to probably read. They would just like to listen something, a short video, maybe for a minute or 45 seconds. And boom, you have your presence in the social media domain. So I completely agree. We should, you know, explore and exploit more of the video side of the marketing era. Now, how did you come with the boot camps? So the boot camps on the second day... Um, those came from putting together workshops where we can teach a concept, so Instagram or digital marketing, and then literally break off and give them time to go around to different areas and learn something hands-on. We actually did this first and foremost in Vegas this year at Vision Expo. So we had trialed this a little bit already and it had been very well received and people loved the concept of mm -hmm. 
getting some training, but then being able to go in and actually learn it so that when they go back to the practice, they can hone in and get at it. The thing that we hear all the time with any training, any conference, is people go to a lecture, they learn something, they get back to their businesses, and they go back to what they're doing because they're busy and they don't have time. So if you give them everything they need and there's no excuse for them not to be able to implement that change, then it's more likely to happen. So the workshops are really designed in that concept. Give them what they need so that they can make these changes when they go back. The Instagram one is very popular. Instagram is one of the leading social channels right now for eye care businesses and very few people doing it well. And so we wanted to give people the tools to see you can easily do this by making a few changes, planning a little bit better, um, you know, following some concepts and here are some free tools to make all of that happen. And so that was really what those boot camps were designed for. Just to give you participant feedback for this year, not just from me, but someone who shared the table with me also mentioned, I want to attend all the workshops and all the boot camps. How do I do that? So, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did hear that feedback. People were like, there's so many good things to attend. I want to attend all of it. Agreed. <laughs> I myself was confused. I want to attend two of the workshops and both the boot camps. Yeah. And I want to attend another session. And I was like, Okay, no, you have to pick one. That is, that's a good and bad problem to have when you're planning an event. (laughs) I would say it was a very good thing. So I want next time we can have probably a two-day or a three-day event as I Innovate keeps growing and flourishing. It's going to get crazier for you guys, but then, yeah, we really need more. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. No, I think it was just, it was very successful having the breakout sessions and the boot camps. So we're definitely going to expand on that concept. Just to all the listeners who haven't been to any of the I Innovate event, I would highly, highly recommend you to visit in 2020. Well, we don't have any dates or location yet. So you just have to uh, keep tuned to your podcast so that when you hear of that, you can announce it for us. But um, no, we'll keep you in the loop for sure. Perfect. Apart from all the digital uh, marketing and the marketing tips and tricks you learn, My another amazing part of these events is definitely how you introduce or you start, but the pop quiz that you have to kind of entertain people and the special offers and the gift cards. And I was one of the lucky winners for the gift cards this year. So I'm going to promote that. (laughs) Well, you know, it's, it's funny because I've learned over the years that what people really remember from events is the entertainment part is the the things that made them laugh and smile and have fun when i talked to people from the 2018 you know they remembered the speakers but you know what they really remembered is they remembered the games that we played and the funny commercials that we showed and yes. you know some of the fun stuff that we did so we really wanted to incorporate that again into this year so hence opening with a fun song having some fun games to play while we were transitioning from speaker to speaker just to break things up but also Mm -hmm. to 
you know, to really engage the audience and keep everybody's attention and interest and, and also just to have some fun. Yes, I think it, it, it completely worked for me. After last year, uh, I was like, okay, what are the games this year? I actually was looking forward to it. So I think I agree, <laughs> it stuck uh, in my head as well. So I think your team is doing an incredible job on, you know, keeping everyone engaged throughout the conference. What do you think is the future of marketing, mainly digital marketing being at the peak of all the other mediums? The one thing, if there's anything I've learned in owning a marketing agency this last four and a half years, it's crazy that it's been four and a half years, um, is that marketing continues to change. So the biggest thing that I would say for people to watch in the future of marketing is to really just understand that it is going to continue to change and adapt. I mean, right now, digital marketing is where it's at. And when I say that, when I talk about digital marketing, most people in the industry start thinking, I'm talking about social media, and it's just so much more than social media. Digital marketing is is your full digital presence. And that's your website and your rankings on Google and your social media and your SEO. And there's just so much that goes into building this online presence. And that's why, I mean, the biggest tip I can give a practice is don't try to do this alone. You have not gone to school to be a marketer. So work with marketing professionals so that you do rank and you are competing when somebody's searching for a provider in your area. The other thing is because it changes so rapidly, it's really hard for an individual to keep up with it. Uh, whereas marketing agencies are Right. are always on top of what is changing and what's happening. And they say next year, the trends are more of the influencer marketing. So that's finding people in your communities who can talk about your business. And, you know, again, there's ways to do that. They say content, content is going to continue to really grow. And for you to become that expert and local thought leader in your community is really going to be strong. But if there's anything we're seeing changing, and, and this is what my business partner, Kevin, his keynote was on marketing medical specializations. And we truly believe like the future of optometry is going to be growing the medical side of your business. So learning also how to market that is going to be crucial to the business strategy. I did learn this during the course I took was if you don't feel that marketing is a second job, you're not doing it correctly. So I agree trying to do everything by yourself could be extremely overwhelming because it is like a second job. So including an expert who can be on top of things would be really helpful. Before we end, I just wanted to share one another quote that I read. Ignoring digital marketing is basically opening a business and not telling people about it. So I think that's how I would like to sum up this podcast. Thank you so much, Trudy, for your time and inputs and putting up this wonderful event. I, and I'm sure majority of the listeners, are looking forward to iInnovate 2020 and looking forward for your uh, services for marketing for ACPs. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you.